Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion team. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of the Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I, uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Here's Salt Lamakia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host. Rob Bradford. Uh, we've talked a lot about the crowd at Citizens Bank Park. We've talked a lot about the environment with the Phillies, the Red Hot Phillies. So we wanted to talk to somebody else who is new to this situation, brand new to the whole scene, and that's Michael Lorenzen. Michael Lorenzen, remember, all-star Michael Lorenzen with the Detroit Tigers this year, then goes to the Phillies at the trade deadline, throws a no-hitter. Runs in a little bit of a rough patch toward the end of the year, but now finds himself on the playoff roster as a, a, as a relief pitcher and also finds himself staring at, yes, another, another round of free agencies in a contract year. So it's interesting to talk to Michael about that, but it's also to get his perspective after being in Cincinnati for so long and then going to the Angels and then going to the Tigers and now the Phillies. To get his perspective on what is what. And if you want to know what is what, if you want to know how different this whole scene is, you're going to want to listen to this catch up with Michael Lorenzen. So here you go. Baseball's been boring on the go. Free agent to be. What the Phillies taught Michael Lorenzen. Seeing like this in person, we've talked a lot about the crowd and the environment yeah. and everything. And you hear about it and you see it on TV, whatever. So, But for you, what's it been like? Well, honestly... Before the playoffs started, all the reporters and everything, like, oh, we know you've heard about the Red October. And honestly, I haven't heard a ton about the Red October beforehand or whatever that was. And um, playing with, being good friends with Syndergaard, we talked about it a little bit, just his experience. But the World Series, of course, I'm sure is insane. But um, so you're just kind of like, yeah, yeah, like it's the playoffs. Of course, it's going to be a crazy atmosphere. But it's, it's on another level. Like yeah. It's on a completely different level than anything I've ever experienced. Um, 
the fans are on their feet the entire first inning, every single pitch. Um, and throughout the rest of the game as well, the Aaron Nola, while he's warming up to get ready for his start, his music just is muted in the background, his walkout music. It's completely muted in the background because the fans are louder. And, like, these sound systems in these stadiums are insane. So that just goes to show you how how in, how wild it is. Um, it's it's on a completely – You can't – Until you experience it, like, you, you won't believe it. Um, and it's it's awesome, and the, the fans here have the biggest hearts, um, and they're so passionate. And um, I just we just love playing for them. I I proclaim because the Phillies have the best home winning percentage, right, in postseason. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that stat. Yeah, yeah. So you could you could make a case that this is the best home postseason crowd ever. Like you know, and yeah. uh, who knows? We can have sound meters, but. We we can make uh, that game. Yeah, I think I, not even in just baseball. Like, yeah, I think in a lot of sports um, that this it feels like kind of like a World Cup yeah. style atmosphere. Um, I'm not that big of a soccer fan, but I can't imagine what a World Cup atmosphere would be over in Europe or over you know, oh yeah, whatever it may be. But it feels like it would be like. Have you ever been like to like this. a sporting event that's not like that? No, not, not like, like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so this just it's absolutely. It's, it's incredible, and I've come here for nine years now, on, but on opposing teams, and warming up in that bullpen's never fun during the regular season, and so I can't imagine, you know, they're just getting obliterated up there the yeah. entire game, starting pitchers getting absolutely obliterated before he comes in, and you're already, you're trying to stick to your plan, and it's, and you got to battle, you know, the thoughts of what you want to say to the fans or, like, I'm not going to say anything and I'm just going to keep doing my – so you're bad. You're not even focusing on, you know, what you need to be focusing on. Um, and it's a, it's a thing, man. You see the pitchers come out and they're huffing and puffing and they're throwing as, everything absolutely as hard as they possibly can because they're pissed at the fans and they're making mistakes that they wouldn't regularly make. Yeah, and, it is a thing. I mean, oh man, yeah. it's a thing for sure. And I'm, you know, I haven't played for a big market, you know, where the fans are like this uh, in Philly, and you know, going to big markets, you know, Cincinnati and stuff like that. Yeah. Being on this side of it, I I see now all the you know guys come in to pitch, and like I said, they're huffing and puffing and they're angry. You can tell like they got into it with a fan up there before they oh, came yeah. in. Oh yeah. Well, listen, and the last thing is so. You sort of touched on it, which is after you. I'm sure you have a lot of great friends in Detroit. You had a oh, great yeah. experience, yeah, All Star game, and everything. But can you, how where you've landed here, it's it's such a blessing. I yeah, guess. absolutely. I mean, I don't know if you've ever looked or had had the time to say, "Oh my goodness!" Like how things have worked out in that sense. Right? It's been an incredible year um, for me. Me and my wife talk about it all the time. Of you know, being able to go to an All Star game and then getting traded to a team like this and throwing a no-hitter and then being able to go possibly to the World Series and win a World Series, like, what more can you ask for in a season? Um, and, it's in you know, this group of guys is special. So um, I hope to come back. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a free agent this year at the end of the year, and I hope to come back. But I'm really, like, taking in everything with how the guys interact with one another how the leaders lead on this team um just because it's this is like this is as real of a team as i've ever seen with the guys um and i really like 
as a player, you always want to play for a team like that so you can you know what it feels like, you know what it is like. It's not just stories now. You play you you lived it and if you ever get a chance to, you know, try and recreate it, like if I weren't to come back be able to come back here yeah. to try and recreate this type of this type of vibe in, in the clubhouse. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. So I'm like I'm really I'm taking it all in and taking notes and like wow this guy does this and this guy does this and we need this type of personality and this guy like that's why this is like super valuable to have this so it's just i'm just taking it all in man it's and i'm sorry because he's reminded me but going through you know have you had a contract year before no this is my third contract third contract sorry i apologize no you're fine fine. but 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 so being a third contract year you know going through it every every time is different like first year you're probably like very anxious now yeah. you know like so so how has that been it's been i mean it's anxious every year to be honest because every this is my ninth season in the big leagues and every year has been a one year you know prove it every single year going in i had a good you know career out of the bullpen with cincinnati and then that my free agent year i got hurt um and then ended up my strained my subscap and then tore my hamstring tagging from third because they had me doing the two-way thing yeah and so like that was a nightmare of a year and then in 22 was last year got to start for the first time with the angels and you and so you're doing something completely new something that i wanted to do um something that i loved but you're also learning so um that was the learning curve and there's a lot of pressure you know on a one-year deal to to perform and then this year you're on now it's like okay well now i've learned Let's make those adjustments. Let's apply them and, and see how well I do. And then I'm on another one. You know, so it's every single year for nine years. It would be nice to have some well, I tell you what, when, when you're sitting there, I don't. no matter what happens, even before the no-hitter, you're yeah. at the All-Star game, you're like, yeah. okay, this is this is going to be a little bit better for you. Yeah, no, for sure, yeah. for sure. So, um, yeah, that's it's, it's been good. So it'll be nice to hopefully, you know, just be able to play baseball and not have to worry about any of that yeah, stuff. Well, you know, Harper said something really cool in the media. I don't know if you saw, but it was talking about like the pressure that he had, and his pressure was you know going number one in the draft yep. and take care of his family. And it's like, man, that's that's incredible because I'm still like I'm still there. I'm still trying to take care of the family and still trying yeah. to do that because I have you know brothers and mom and you know their kids and stuff like that. So I'm, I still feel that pressure, and I'm like, man, I to be able to just play like like I see that when he plays, it's incredible and yeah. it's awesome to watch. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait to be able to play like that one day. It's going to be fun. Well, it's it's going to be a great off season, and most importantly, enjoy yourself. Hopefully, we get a ring to yeah, celebrate. Nice, that. Yeah, hey, it was a pleasure.